She's a Super Geek is a proud member of Misdirected Mark Productions. You're listening to episode 100 of She's a Super Geek, the actual play RPG podcast highlighting women as GMs. Hello all, I'm Andy, and on today's episode, I'm actually not in it. My co-host Senda, who is the only host of this episode, is joined by the fabulous gnome Angela Murray, the internet famous Ryan Macklin, and the creator of the RPG they're going to play... Becky Aniston. They're playing Bite Me, which from what I understand is a really emotional game about werewolves. It's powered by the apocalypse and is a beautiful ode to the 90s vampire and werewolf movies that some of us love. Special shout out before we get rolling to our patron of the week, Rob Abrazado. Rob, you're wonderful. Thanks for backing us. You too can become a patron. Patreon.com slash SASGeek. So let's see if I can get the show on the road without Andy, because it's always weird when one of us is missing. Hi, everyone. Welcome to She's a Super Geek. I'm here today with some awesome, awesome guests to play Bite Me, which is a game that you're going to find on Kickstarter at the end of February that we're really excited for. And we're going to get some more information about it before we jump into playing it. But first, let me introduce the folks that we have on the show today. And Ange, I'm going to start with you purely because you are the furthest left on my list of pictures along the bottom of my screen right now. Of course. I'm, <laughs> I'm Ange. I write for Gnome Stew. I do the Gnome Stew's podcast, The Gnomecast. You can probably find me at various conventions running games. Yeah, where can people find you, like, on the internet, too? Oh, yeah. You can find me on the internet, <laughs> at on Twitter, at orikes13, O-R-I-K-E-S-13. You always make me feel better about the fact that I have to spell out my Twitter handle. <laughs> it's exciting. <laughs> And today we also have Ryan Macklin. Hi, Ryan. It's lovely to finally Hi. have you on. <laughs> Ooh, it's lovely to be on. What cool things are you working on right now that you want to tell people about? I'm still suffering through my Kickstarter of Katanas and Trenchcoats that just got released to backers in one form or another. And otherwise, I just write random game and not game stuff on the internet and have for over a decade as we established before recording. <laughs> just to make you feel old because you're a legend. Yep. Good. I'm glad I managed to sneak that in. Uh, where can people find you on the internet? <laughs> RyanMacklin.com tends to be the place where I occasionally write stuff. And then I'm also on the Twitters and the Facebooks. Awesome. And then last but not least, we have Becky. Will you please introduce yourself and tell people where they can find you on the internet and then also where they can find this game and give us a little bit of a um, your elevator pitch about what this game is. Thank you. So uh, my name is Becky Anderson. I'm a game designer. I'm, I've worked on, uh, I co-designed Lovecraft-esque and I designed When the Dark is Gone and I have just finished designing Bite Me, which is coming to Kickstarter in February. You can find me at www.blackarmada.com or I'm an, I am also on the Twitters at Becky Anison. But sure, I should do my elevator pitch now for for Bite Me. So yes, please. Bite Me is a game about werewolves. It's about werewolves in a pack, and it's about werewolves in a pack who have emotional relationships which are difficult, where they're warring with their werewolf natures, they might be warring with their pack mates, but it's ultimately a game about coming together to defeat threats. And I'm going to explain this game to other people. I've said that this is basically my love letter, if you like, to 90s werewolf games and 90s vampire games from uh, World of Darkness. And this is sort of, that's, that was kind of my, my roots, if you like. Yeah, that's fantastic. And today we get to play it, which is even better, right? Let's actually go ahead and jump right into this. Do you want to tell us a little bit about what we're going to be doing today for your scenario and and maybe a little bit about some of your favorite mechanics that you, you put in? And then once you've kind of covered that, then we can go around and introduce our characters and then we'll go and like finish doing the rest of our setup. Brilliant. So this is a Powered by the Apocalypse game. So for anybody who's familiar with Powered by the Apocalypse, there is going to be moves, basic moves, there's going to be skin moves, but there's also going to be pack moves because the pack gets its own little character sheet where we get to define the kind of the personality of the pack and talk a bit more about that. 
If I was going to talk about my favourite mechanics in this, it's got to be the spill and provoke spill moves. So, so you three, you should be looking at that basic move sheet now and seeing spill and provoke spill because I want to see a lot of that going on. So in this game, you're going to be superhuman werewolves and you might have to do some pretty dark side things to protect your pack. And you might feel, I hope you're going to feel bad about it. And when you feel bad about it, I want you to emote to each other. I want you to talk about your emotions and your feelings because if you do that, you're going to trigger spill or you might trigger provoke spill and that is going to get you juicy, juicy pack points which you can then spend on pack moves to blow your enemies out of the water. Brilliant. <laughs> and I was also going to talk about scenario, wasn't I? Yeah, just give us a brief idea of like, uh, set us up for where we're, what we're playing today. So the ultimate place that we are going to end up today is answering the central question of, of this scenario, which is, now that your alpha is missing, who is going to take control of the pack? So the situation is that your pack is the Miller family and you live in the wilds of Bodmin Moor. So I was going to, I promised that I would explain this to any <laughs> non-UK listeners. A moor is a particular geographical feature in the UK. We've got a lot of moors. They tend to be large, quite bleak stretches of land, maybe a few trees on them, but mostly kind of low-lying grasses and shrubs. There's some quite rocky areas, but they're very, very bleak. British weather means that they're usually overcast. They're often misty or foggy, so visibility's not that great. And in the lower-lying areas on moors, they are quite boggy or marshy. And people, it is rumoured, have have drowned on moors and and died on them. So they are places which are very steeped in British folklore. So our scenario is set on one of these bleak moorland areas. And the central question that we're going to be talking about is who's going to take control of this pack. But we're not quite there yet. We've got to do some setup first. We've got to set up some terrible emotional ties and stuff. So really quickly, before we jump into that, why don't we each introduce the characters that we're going to be playing today? What I would love to hear from each of you as you introduce your character is, of course, your name, your your heartbeat tags, because I think that will help people understand kind of the emotions that we're going with. Why don't we also give a brief physical description of your human and wolf forms, if you have one. I'm going to start with you again, Ange, because you're at the end. Okay. I am playing Jax. She is the fixer. She kind of straddles the world between the pack and the human world and, you know, has to kind of balance all of that. The heartbeat tags I chose were clever, connected, and torn, because she really is torn between two worlds. My thought on her background is that she was actually born to the werewolf pack and that she's she grew up knowing she was a werewolf but fascinated with the human world beyond and as a result she's kind of like a little a little bit like mr weasley you know look at this stuff isn't (laughs) isn't it great (laughs) you know very very much in that regard she's clever enough and and has enough charm that she's actually made her way into into human society enough that she is also connected and has a little bit of pull there. I chose that her her resources, she's actually, even though she is not obviously not a cop herself, she has established herself out in the world as as kind of a freelancer, probably photography related, that the police have used and as a result she has contacts in the police department that she can kind of pull and tug on as needed. And physically she's she's kind of tall, wiry, since we're you know set this in England I'm totally going with red hair because I can. So she's totally a red hair. Oh god Weasley again. Um <laughs> it's okay just keep going Love it. just just lean in lean into it it's a one shot <laughs> she she constantly changing the style of because she sees these cool different styles in human magazines and it's just like oh i want to do that now <laughs> nice nice what does she look like as a wolf Again, that that middling kind of longer and lean size. I'm picturing the fur is is a little more. Got it has a little bit of that red mixed in with the the, the gray of of the wolf. All right, Ryan, tell me who you're playing today. I'm playing old dog, 
or Old Dog Miller. So my harpy moves are experienced, measured, and scarred, or my, my tags. So my harpy tags are that. As far as what I look like as a person, as a, as a human, I've got a limp. I'm missing. Die. I'm bald. I look war-torn. As a wolf, I am able-bodied. I'm like pure gray, dense muscle, but slower than a young wolf, certainly. But like everything that you see as a person and as a wolf is not the same. Cool. I and I'm going to be playing the cub playbook today, which is someone who has been freshly made into a werewolf. So my name is Desi, and I am energetic, teasing, and insecure. And I'm imagining, I'm going to go she, her on this, but I'm imagining that she's kind of, kind of like super millennial. (laughs) And I use that very fondly because I kind of consider myself a millennial, but like to the extreme, more extreme, right? So I think that she like, she has an undercut on one side and then her hair is dyed like dark purple to blue when she's human. And she wears big chunky glasses because she's, she's hard of seeing. So when she's a wolf, she has like a little tuft of hair up front that is now also dyed blue and goes to the side, but she can see perfectly well. (laughs) Like wolf form, no more vision issues. Human form, vision issues, a little bit kind of shy and retiring, even though she tends to like have bright splashy hair and wear like really half goth, half like, I don't know, punk (laughs) stuff. We're leaning into that, even though she's like in her 20s. That sounds excellent. Thank you very much, everybody. Some really good stuff to work with. So shall we move on to doing relationships? Yes, please. And make it all as messy and juicy as possible. So if you look on your character sheets, and we've already done things like choosing moves and choosing stats and all of that good stuff. So I'm not proposing to get into that in any more detail. And just we'll just hit play with that. But you should have a section, I think, on your playbooks called Packmates. It's yep. on the right-hand side of the playbook, just underneath your wolf and human path tracks. You each have a question under there, which is going to give us some really meaty relationship stuff, but also start handing out ties on people. Um, if you remember earlier, I said ties are things you spend in player versus player situations to boost your moves. So, Ange, do you want to read me the fixer's question? Why do you feel you want to leave the pack? Which pack mate could get you to stay and why? They take plus one tie on you. Okay, why do you want to leave this amazing, beautiful family? Because it's not, it's not what it once was. Is you know, it's. It, are we going to be able to survive with the, the threats we have coming from outside and the turmoil we've got coming from the inside? And do I hedge my bets and head out on my own, or you know, do do I stick it out and watch everything die around me? Wow, that's bleak, man. That's bleak. Who could get you to stay, and why? Out of these, uh, out of the cub and the grey pelt. I'm gonna say it's it's old dog because he's been there, he's been around. If he's sticking it out after everything he's been through, like his opinion matters. Oh, uh, great, old dog. Do you want to note down a plus one tie on your character yep. sheet that you just have did, and the sort of and the rationale behind it? Excellent. So, old dog, could you please read me out your packmate's question? You have lived for many years and have done many things over your life. You have made many enemies. Which packmate did you betray and how? They take a plus one tie on you. Sweet. All right. I want to make things kind of weird and say that I've betrayed the cub. How did you betray the cub? Did you bite her? I think I've lied to you about your origin because you've asked me about it. Like, and I've just like, and I'm holding a secret. Yeah, I know far more about you than than I'm letting on. And I, I don't know. I think maybe you could have clocked that or not. Or you will. One of those. But like... Right. I will at some point. Yeah. I totally yeah. am lying to you. Is it to protect you? Is it to protect <laughs> me? Am I just a jerk? So what is the lie? What is What is the thing the cub believes about her origin that is untrue? I was bitten, but, but I haven't established anything other than that. Is that something we can, like, figure out and play? Kind of, like, as soon as, like, it turns out that you start talking about something, I'll be like, oh, that that's cute that you believe that. I'm perfectly happy with that if that works for you. Yeah, that's absolutely fine by me. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, so okay. that's it. Just Good. I know 
so much more. So Desi, you should put a plus one tie on your character sheet in the who you got ties on section to remind you that if you ever need to do anything like dominate or maul old dog, you can give yourself a boost of plus one. <laughs> just in case, just yeah. in case that becomes relevant. Just in case that comes up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I gotcha. <laughs> Desi, can you read out for us what the question is on your character sheet? What packmate or which packmate do you hero worship? What could they do to break that trust? They pl- take plus one tie on you. So my answer to that is actually going to be Jax. Mm, actually, but now it's interesting because I see I was thinking through it as Jax and saying that like the thing that they could do to break that trust would be leave. <gasps> right? Because that would be interesting. But now like there's this other part where it's like I almost kind of want to take old dog because then what could they do to break that trust? Alive? <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Well, Jax might still leave. I then know. you can just be you can just be pissed off at both of them. Yeah, I'm like, can I can I take it on both of them? Yeah, hell, go for it. You guys both get plus one on me, and I hear and worship both of you. <laughs> so Jax could leave, or it could be revealed that old dog had lied to you. Dog is lying to me. <laughs> that never happen. I'm sure this this stuff won't come up at all. <laughs> nah. <laughs> so is it cool if we talk a little bit about your pack now? So if you've got the pack playbook in front of you, then there are a few things that I've pre-filled in just to kind of speed things up a little bit. And there's a few things that I would like you to agree amongst yourselves. So I've filled in two pieces of culture for you, maybe three. So the culture that I think your pack lives by, and these are not laws or rules. These are sort of expressions of culture. These would be things that everybody tacitly does. But if you didn't do them, you wouldn't like get thrown out of the pack for it. So the things are that eating humans is a taboo, but it does sometimes happen. Oh, dear. But you don't talk about it. Talk about it in euphemisms. The other thing is, is that when you're on the farm, because your pack has as its kind of centre of operations, the Miller farm in the middle of Bodmin Moor, you don't all live on the farm at any one time. But any time you're on the farm, you pitch in with farm chores. You know, it's a bit like the whole, I've got an open house, but if you come here, then you might do some washing up and that sort of thing. I think it would be good if we had a little bit of slang that is stuff that your pack says. I've got some suggestions, but if anybody wants to jump in with some slang, then they should do that. What sort of suggestions do you have to start with? An example might be a freshly turned werewolf is usually described as a pup. But if you wanted to be really, really rude to an older werewolf, you would call them a pup. (laughs) Gotcha. (laughs) What do you call it when you change into wolf form? That, you know, these sorts, the sorts of slang which is specific to your situation of being a werewolf. I was thinking about actually the one um, that you just said, which was, what do you call it when you are changed into a werewolf? Like when you make that transition? Yeah. Putting on the fur or... Mm, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. What do you guys think? I like that one. Also, things you might want to consider are you might want to describe yourself as um, baring your teeth or showing your teeth if you're angry. If the alpha has marked someone as an enemy of the pack, what might you call them? Do you have a concept of wolves without pack? Do you call what do you call them? Strays. Stray. Oh, strays. That's strays. That, that's yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. And what do you call human? Do you call them prey or something else? Furless. Furless. Ooh, furless. Yeah, I like furless. Yeah. Enemy of the pack. Rabid. There's a there's a twist on that. I kind of dig because if the enemy of the pack, but like. If any of the if enemy of the packs are meant to be hunted down, rabbit. <laughs> oh. To kind of show that it's not so much an enemy as a peer, but an enemy as something we're going to deal with. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I like that. Yeah, yeah. That is excellent. Cool. So we've got some great slang. Because I just want to refresh your minds that one of the ways you get XP in this game is by using your slang or showing your culture. Uh, although XP is capped at no more than two per scene. Otherwise, some people of my acquaintance would have an advance before the first scene was halfway over. <laughs> so do you feel that's enough culture that, that gives you enough to get your teeth into? Or is there something else that you would like to bring out? Because if we're done with that, we can move on to your laws or traditions. Let's go to traditions. So these are the things that actually are laws. 
the the concept of this scenario is your alpha is missing and someone has to take control of the pack. But these are the sorts of things whereby if you did have an alpha in control right now, that if you were found to have broken any of these, then you might be exiled, you might be hunted down and killed. That these are the sorts of things that will get you punished for doing. I have got four suggested. I think we probably want about three of them. If, if you want to bring in one of your own, that that's also really cool. But the first one that I'm going to talk about, the first tradition I'm going to talk about is mandatory for this game. So to give the listeners a little bit more detail about the scenario, not only is this a game set on Miller Farm in Bodmin Moor, but right next to Miller Farm on Bodmin Moor, a fracking company has set up and is trying to extract the shale gas from underneath the farm, which, as we discussed earlier under UK law, is a legal thing that you can do. So this is a werewolf pack who has deliberately set up on Bodmin Moor because it is isolated and there aren't lots of humans around, except there's a fracking company on one side and on the other side of the farm are the environmentalists. They're here to save the farm. They're here to save the land, but they are running all over the place and the wells do not want them here. Since this new situation has arisen, the former Alpha, before they disappeared, put a hunting ban in place. Nobody's allowed to go out in the fur and hunt because the chances of you being seen have suddenly skyrocketed and this is causing immense tensions within the pack. So it is a banishing, hunting down, killing offence to be caught in the fur, hunting outside. So that's tradition number one. That was not a popular move when that, went ha- when that happened. Maybe no. that's why the alpha's gone missing. Who knows? But I'll take you through the others and then you can say yay or nay. And if you've got another one that you want to bring in, then that's cool. But we'll go for three. So the other ones I've suggested are that new wolves can only be created with the permission of the alpha. Reasonable. Humans must never know about werewolves and any who find out must be killed. I kind of like that one in this scenario, but read the last one. (laughs) Or the pack always hunts together on every blue moon, and that is tonight. I feel like both of the last two. (laughs) Just, you know, let's just make it difficult. (laughs) Or anything else, anything else you want to bring in? I have one that I'll like just want to throw out as weird, but I'm not necessarily sold to. But since we're missing an alpha might come into play, we always replace our numbers. Mm. So because like do 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 we have to now? Are you allowed to now? If you took that and Well that's they, also right. Yeah. Are we allowed to now and do we have to now? Both of those. Do you have to? Like we can then then yeah, then we have this really interesting. But I'm actually game for like all of the like pull. yeah, like also we're supposed to hunt but not hunt. Uh also we're supposed to kill yeah. uh people but not but not yeah, not kill. Not, <laughs> yeah. That first one making everything that, that mandatory one making everything else terrible. Should we should we just have all of them and make your life yeah. really hard? Yeah, okay, yeah. So well, let's say let's take secrecy and hunting tonight on the blue moon, and also we have to replace our number. I'll just make a note of those. Although I'm sure they'll not come up at all. Not at all. I'm sure <laughs> it'll, it'll be it'll fine. Be fine. <laughs> nothing, <laughs> nothing bad could possibly <laughs> go go around here. Um, it must replace our numbers. I really like that one. That's really cool. That gets kind of complicated since we can't tell anybody about us, but no, we can tell them the hard I like, way. I like, I like that human. Let's see if they'll survive this. Right. Well, it makes it immediately interesting because who did you lose when you gave yeah. me? Yeah. Right. Because it was somebody right. now, but, and and you're before the right? alpha, so there was clearly yeah somebody that we yes. yeah. And maybe nobody's told you. Nobody will talk about them to right. you. Nobody will. Oh my god, that probably has to do with the lies you're telling me. <laughs> it's not it's not lie, it's just a lack of truth. I'm a little bit worried things aren't complicated enough, so I'm just gonna move us on to the next section. <laughs> okay, thank you. Good. One of you three has broken a tradition, and one of the others knows about it and is currently keeping their secret. Who wants to make their lives especially hard by telling me? Which of these traditions they break? I'm going to propose a thing. You guys tell me if you like it or not. But if you have, if you want to be the person, that is also cool. Or the wolf. I'm going to propose that I broke the hunting ban because I am young and impetuous in terms of werewolfiness and may not have super good control over my feral. It was running away from me. <laughs> I couldn't help it. 
So just for my clarity, the Cub has a move called Free Pass, where you can break one tradition without sanction. Did you take that move? Yeah, I think I did. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, actually, I didn't, but maybe I should switch. (laughs) No, don't switch it. Make your life hard. No, no, no. I want to make my life hard. I I, I have a thought, too, on, on one of these. Because Jax is straddling the world between the humans and the pack. She's she's got a lover, and they're a human, and she kind of told them the truth. <gasps> yeah, can we do both? <laughs> yeah, why not? This, this is a one shot, so go big or home, go home, right? Right. It's temporary. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Ange. I'm glad you listen to my other podcast. <laughs> so, Cub, who knows that you broke that hunting rule? Who's keeping that secret for you? For now. I think that Jax knows. That would be the right answer. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Jax, who knows that you have a human lover that knows you are a werewolf? Oh, 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 me, because then the reason that you're keeping my secret is because I'm keeping yours. (laughs) That works, but I don't necessarily want to exclude old dog. Well, I mean, oh no! No, I was the f- I was an alpha a long time ago. If I find out either of you are breaking a tradition, <laughs> I will lose my shit. Excellent. You're okay. not excluding me. You're giving me something. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> I'm sure this won't come up in play at all. <laughs> nope. Never. Never seen. <laughs> I'm very interested to hear you say that you were an alpha previously to this. Because it was a, I, I sort of took that inspiration from the Grey Pelt right. No, I think that's I think that's very right. The reason I'm very interested is because one of the things that's going on in this scenario is that another pack has turned up about to parlay for peace. But your alpha is missing. They don't know that yet though, so you'll probably get away with it. I'm sure it'll be fine. We got this under control. Everything is fine. <laughs> Everything is fine. Is it possible that that's your old pack? Um, or were you an alpha of this pack, or what happened? Uh, I was gonna—I mean, I was just gonna go with an alpha of this pack that just kind of like aged out and let that go, like a very peaceful, not not a not a brutal transition of power, but honestly, a um, I'm too old for this shit kind of thing. The 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 losing your eye as a human could have also impl- in, impacted that, depending upon how much value the pack or werewolves in general put on that, that level of complete physical fitness on either side of the, the wolf-human spectrum. Mm-hmm. Like, I imagine this guy, because I, I wrote down, uh, uh, lost it, like, in World War Two, so I'm old, old, old. Uh-huh. So, like, I mean, like, I could be an alpha from, like, generations back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of game to have this pack be related to me like cool like this is like my sister's old pack right oh very cool so like old 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 like which i think we're just establishing that werewolves can be oh they can yeah yeah that's totally cool they can be really old one of the things that i would suggest then if this pack is coming to parlay is that maybe you've been warring with them on and off for some time as in since world war two or oh beyond. yeah, no, I do not get. I didn't get along with my sister. <laughs> nice. Yeah, no, I mean, and the sort of like, like not like, oh, you know, sibling spat, but like, there's been blood. I'm getting a sense of why you might be scarred. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I served in the war, but I got it worse when I came back. You're the character that's been been through several playbooks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm gonna ask you some questions about what awful stuff you did to this pack. But not now. Let's leave that until we're in the middle of a really tense scene. I will just say yes. (laughs) So, I think I've got one more question that I want to ask, which is kind of related to this scenario. Bouncing around the werewolf world, as in the gossip amongst all of the packs, there is a prophecy about this cub. (laughs) About this cub? About you. You, you cub there. Me, Cub. This one, that me. That one there in this pack. And it's going to be something like on Harry Potter order prophecy, I think. Oh, jeez. <laughs> That's where the glasses come in. Oh, what if, what, if, what if the fact that her dyed hair actually translates into her wolf form actually marks her as something special? Oh, I love it. 
A wolf that shows the color of the night. Oh, jeez. <laughs> you, you said dark blue, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was, I was kind of envisioning, like, um, space hair, actually. Like, mm -hmm. galaxy hair. Okay, right, like, yeah. The dark the blues and purples, like, highlight, kind of, like, yeah. in... So pretty. <laughs> so pretty. So prophetic. In your pack, how do you feel about that? Other people might think, oh, you know, maybe you want to control that carb oh. or... I, I, I don't, I don't want to step on anybody's toes with this, but what if, what if there were, there was contention over which pack got to keep her, and that's what oh she gosh. doesn't know. I, I have something else I think she does not know, but I want to throw, <laughs> I want to throw it in her face later. Okay, I mean I can multiple no not not no multiple things. I'm very comfortable yeah, with that. Yeah, no, fantastic. No, it's um, but yeah, I, I, I got this plenty of. You're just gonna be so out of out of yeah, the loop I'm, on yourself. Why? Why are you guys not telling me anything? Because it's, it's drama. Jackson, old dog. I, know, I will right? leave it up to you to throw secrets in the cub's face at the most tense and dramatic <laughs> moments over the course of the next hour or two. Okay. Has anybody got any questions for me before we start? Do we have additional members of the? pack floating around in the background as NPCs? Yeah, I think that we do. Your alpha has a remaining son hmm. called Seth Miller. If people are okay with that, I think that he is of the sort of personality who thinks that the, the alphadom is his rightful inheritance, but is otherwise a bit of a jackass. <laughs> uh -huh. Sounds like a rabbit. Not yet. Currently, he's a pack mate. <laughs> oh, sorry. I may be jumping the gun on Sounds Like a Rabbit, but yeah. I, th I think you need to become alpha first before you can start making decisions like that. I wish I hadn't said that now. You're probably going to use the make a challenge move and then we'll have to redo playbooks right in the middle of all of this, but never mind. Better <laughs> <laughs> find out. So what I'm going to say then is to just briefly sketch out, I think, where we are. I think you have probably literally just been told that the Alpha Old Marini is nowhere on the property. Nobody can get a scent trail. Nobody can find her. And if she has a mobile phone, then she has left it charging in her bedroom. She breaks them all the time anyway. I'm also going to suggest that you have one hour before a delegation from the other pack turn up. Your sister's pack, old dog. Do you have a name for that pack? I mean, I, I do, but they probably have a much more cool <laughs> <name>. <laughs> um, Yeah, so we're, we're Miller pack? Yeah, you're Miller. Yeah. Miller pack. I was looking for alliteration. Chance is the name. Chance is Coterie. Nah, it's vampire -y. Yeah, get, get your vampire out of my werewolves. Yeah, no, no. I, You know, I, I pulled it out. No, but Chance's clan, Chance, you know, something like that. If anybody else has a C. Chance's clan sounds fine to me. Is Chance the name of your sister, like surname? Yeah, Chance ch ch uh, is, the, is the last name that was eventually taken. When my sister got married to a human to spite us. Uh-huh. At least that's how I feel about it. Don't don't mind the fact she's actually a person with her own, or was, or is a person with her own agency and gets to make decisions about herself and how she feels about it. <laughs> no. No, it was all spite. It's all spite. You are in the living room of the farmhouse, which has stone floor, low wooden ceilings, a fire in the grate, which is not currently on because this is the summer of 2018 in England, which means... Heat waves, the like of which the country has never seen before, although heat waves that people in Texas would probably just laugh at. Tensions are high. You have all just reconvened after searching the property and not finding the Alpha anywhere. And Seth is pacing up and down. You have one hour before Chance's clan turn up for a parlay meeting after the latest outbreak of atrocities between your two groups. Seth looks like he's about ready to break something. Well, I mean, she probably is just here somewhere then, right? Because if we can't find her anywhere, then, like, she can't just disappear. So she's probably just, like, I don't know. Did somebody check her bedroom? Yes, yes. We checked her bedroom multiple times. 
She's not in there. She's not in the barn. She's not out in the field. She's not out on the moor. There's the her scent is not here. How could that even happen? This is fucking ridiculous. We've got a perimeter. We've got humans all around us. How could anybody have gotten her out? We would have smelled people. People came in. We would have smelled machines. If machines came in. And I mean, they're, they're both still creeping really close on either side of the, the property, but it, it's, they're, not, they're not here. She's not here. This is clearly witchcraft. Wait, wait, okay. Hang on a, hang on a second. Pause for a second. Is, is, is witchcraft a thing? I, I thought it was just like wolves and did we are there spells and things? Yeah, because nothing else could possibly exist when we can turn into werewolves. That's just rumors. Well, That's just rumors. It's ridiculous. Can somebody tell me if it does or not? Because I feel like I don't really know what's going on right now. I don't think any of us know what's going on right now. No matter what anybody what's tells going you. On is that I need to take control of this situation and deal with this clan that's coming through the door. Oh, Are you gonna back me? Seth, you're just gonna you're gonna put your foot in your mouth again. Del and she kind of glances at, at Desi as she says this and then kind of shuts up. I still don't know what's going on. Why are you It's it's so Seth I'm... Seth is not a Seth, you're not a good negotiator. You 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 don't you <sighs> Your first instinct is to either punch something or bite something, depending upon which form you're in. Is there a better way of dealing with this other Yes! Lots of better ways to do it than sending a child to go do something that needs to be done. You are very good as backup. You are very good when things go out of hand. You're not very good at keeping things from going out of hand, but you certainly are a person we want there when shit gets shit. Which it will if you show your face up to that negotiation. I mean, I don't really understand. Can't we just like negotiate a peace? Like, what? What are we? What are we? I don't know. Can we all just get along? I don't know, old dog. Do you want to explain why we can't just get along? Cool. I I think this is a good time to use the dominate move. Yeah. <laughs> um, because uh, I'm not gonna take this kid shit anymore. Don't don't take his shit. Yeah, no, this shit is gonna be delivered back. Return to sender. He's no one to you. Yeah. Roll it. Roll me a roll. Right. When you order someone or several people to do something, they object to you. And I'm going to go ahead and do the, the ordering in a moment. But uh, Sweet. Then I roll dominate. And because I have the, the move close to the wild, I dominate with my plus three feral. Because <laughs> um, he does not take shit. It's just a really low growl. Like, it's not shouting. He doesn't, doesn't feel like shouting would be beneath him in this moment. <laughs> and it's just a simple... Shut up, pup. Use the P word. Proceed. Do your dice back <laughs> up your words, Macklin? Find out. 13. <laughs> yeah, whoa. Whoa. So yes, this will be my one good roll for the thing. Jax literally <laughs> takes a step back and probably puts uh -huh. herself between... Seth and Old Dog and, and Desi. If Seth had a tail right now, it would be between his legs. Since he does not have a tail right now, he goes quite pale and he just sits down on the nearest surface. As soon as everyone's quiet, you're right about what happens if I show my face. I'm right about what happens if you open your mouth. So we need a face and a mouth that does not fuck everything up for us. So, Jax gets to play. What? Me? Oh, wait, yeah, me. Um, sure. Yeah, don't worry. We will be behind you, in all essences of that word. The face and a mouth that does not offend should not be the one in front, even if that bothers both of us <laughs> equally. So what's decided? Okay, okay, yeah. I can, and yes, I'll I'll be the one in charge. No, you'll be the one speaking. <laughs> I'll be the one they think is in charge. That is the correct response. <sighs> Where the hell are you, Ma? Jax, your phone vibrates with a text message. I pull it out, quickly look at it. Hey, sweetie, are we still on for later? Kiss, kiss, kiss. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Oh no! Oh, hey, hang on, hang on. I gotta, I gotta deal with something. Uh, and and she'll quickly step aside so no one else can see the phone. Hey, hey, babe. I, I kind of have a family emergency. I don't know if I'm gonna be free in time. 
I'm actually pretty sure I'm not going to be free in time. I, you know, you know, it's family, period. Seth looks like he was going to say something smart-ass, but then he looks again at Old Dog and just shuts up. Plan into this as hard as I can. So I'm going to, like, walk up to him and stick my tongue out at him. And then I'm just going to, like, go into the kitchen and grab a snack. <laughs> <laughs> what does Seth do in that moment? Because I, I want to react as, as old dog. It's, it's the cub. Everyone loves the cub. So I'll probably give a little half smile, toss a pillow at your head, and say, bring me back some crisps. <laughs> yep, barbecue or salt and vinegar? Barbecue. All right, I go into the kitchen and start rummaging <sighs> through things. <laughs> so, old dog, um, do you know what your sister's going to ask for in this parlay? Oh, I mean, everything. That's how this, stuff, this starts. We ask for everything. That's how this starts. You've what negotiated they really with want? people before. It's not yeah. just like that. It's just we all have teeth. And guns. Can I ask a question of the room as an MC? So what is the last kind of round of hostilities that happened between you and this other pack? Oh, I think they killed somebody because that's why I'm here. Ah, yes. The replace rule. I think there's like a mm-hmm. mutual on, on both sides because I want to say that they hunted on our ground and we took, that, we took the oh, tradition yeah. to not just be about our yeah. pack but about our ground. Ooh, I like yeah. it. And they... Yeah took umbrage at us because they do <laughs> they have i'm sure they have perfectly valid reasons on their end for it and from our perspective they exist <laughs> so they've hunted on your ground they've killed a member of your family probably one of seth's siblings i'm gonna say just to make sure that he's nicely wound up about it and i'm sure there's not any romeo or juliet stuff that possibly is going on or has gone on or anything like that there either there's certainly no complicated relationship feelings <laughs> certainly not <laughs> i'm sure so you guys must have done something to them that stuff didn't happen in isolation and i'm guessing that's probably you old dog what what did you do? I, what did you do, man? Well, so I think it goes back. It's just like, I, it's like moments back and forth. And even like the last one I don't think was me, but I kind of, like not directly. Because, <laughs> well, the thing is like, if this has gone on back, back and forth enough, it's got to not just be two people, but two families. Oh, yeah. So Absolutely. that have a grudge. So it's, it would be the other kid of the Alpha, the now deceased kid. Honestly, like, kind of took a took a very much like a liking to me, like a I was able to influence, and so my grudges became her grudges, that sort of thing, where it kind of you know it just perpetuates a family feud. No, I get it. Yeah, I get it. And 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 then both sides had lives lost. And there's probably been some territory, not as in the land you legally own, but in your pack territory. There's probably some disputed territory going back and forth, some deaths on each side. Sweet. I think there's, there's humans are also part of our territory too, like the people we we're trying to influence. Yeah. Like, like the like mayor of the town nearby or stuff like that. Like people are our territory. What bars we think are ours are our territory. We kind of just take territory <laughs> to everything. Thankfully, we don't piss on everything to do this. Oh shit, we don't. We don't. <laughs> uh... Back in my day. <laughs> Sorry about that. Nobody, it just felt right. Nobody told the cub the new rule. Ugh. It's not a tradition. You can break it. I'm going to bring it back in and say that, is there anything that you guys want to do in the hour you have before this pack turned up? Apart from eat your snacks, obviously. Jax would actually probably be hovering around old dog Asking questions and then regretting asking the question, but then asking another question anyway, because she's trying to to prep herself with as much information about everything as she can. Do you want to play through any of that? Or do you want to fast forward it and then just do it retrospectively? I think it's okay to fast forward through it. Yeah. Cool. Okay. And I'm going to say, are they going to come here or are you going to meet them somewhere in more neutral territory? I think we uh, the bar that we both think is ours is probably it because right. it's around people and there's sort of like a sense of like no one is going to start a bunch of stuff where there are people, including like the law, 
with firearms and stuff. I'm sure no one's going to start. No, anything. no one. Certainly, no one will ever start anything in a bar in a small town filled with humans. Let's say that bar is owned by Jax's lover. Who's got a name that would be what, Jax? Pete. Let's call it Pete's Bar. Pete's Pub. Pete's, Pete's Pub. Pub. Oh, Pete's Pub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to. I'm going to make a. I'm going to make a, a UK knowledge ruling here and say they would be called Pete's Pub. If it was a pub, they would be called something weird like. Um, the red lion, or the dun cow, or the I don't know, bonking cockroach, or yeah, something. <laughs> right. The it's it's always the adjective animal. Yeah, <laughs> or the, the the royal admiral, or something like that, or the howling wolf. Oh, that is so on point. That's terrible. <laughs> I mean, we we, yeah, we no, could just we could just do that yeah. and be like that all is in. why yeah. we fight over it. <laughs> Literally because of the name. Yes, that's all. <laughs> Yeah, it's not actually a great place. If you're all right with it, Jack, should we say that it's it's Pete's, the Your Lover's Bar? Yeah, just... yeah, that's fine. Excellent. That just makes everything more complicated. Especially if you just, like, blew off uh-huh. your lover. And then you're like, oh, I guess that's where we're going. And I love that place. Did, did you pee on it? I'm just asking for a friend. Uh, of course I didn't. <laughs> we're not supposed to do that. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, never. So should we move up the action to the bar, then? Unless anybody's got anything they want to do. Um, no, I don't think. Yeah, the only thing I can think of is like a small weird scene. It was basically to introduce a completely neutral werewolf that happens to live in town. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. cool with that. So it's like a, uh, I, I actually kind of want to hang Jax out to dry by saying I'll catch up. <laughs> because I have something important to do, but don't worry, I will totally be there in time sort of thing. Well, like as we're like driving into town and the sitting in the back of the pickup truck and yeah, I just like I need to talk to somebody. I just like yeah, it's like yeah. I just I actually take the truck when after I drop you off. <laughs> no, there's the, the, as the oh, camera yeah. pans away, it's like you see Seth and and Desi heading into the pub as Jack stands on the side of the 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 curb watching the truck go away. Oh God. Yeah, with without old dog around, Seth is suddenly looking a lot more animated. Oof. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's great. I'm gonna go talk to a witch. Is my plan. You hold that thought. I'm gonna set this scene up first. So, Jax, Desi, Seth is with you. You walk into this bar. It's full of people drinking pints. There's some dogs lying at their feet because people in rural British pubs bring their dogs with them. They used to be. They used to have sawdust on the floor. They don't do that anymore. This is going to be a traditional British pub with horse brasses on the walls and more low ceilings and more fires in grates that aren't lit um, because it's still ridiculously hot out here and no air conditioning. So it's probably pretty close. And there'll be sort of booths as you get in. Um, you, you do get sort of booths, but they're more sort of wooden and high backed. So the other pack aren't here yet. The other chances clan aren't here yet. So how do you want to position yourselves, Jax? Kind of do a quick survey of the room. One, I check and see if Pete is behind the bar. Absolutely, he is. And then I check and see we're gonna need a we're gonna need a table or a spot where we can have a couple of tables close together. I will kind of do a quick scan and find a spot that's you know the typical. We can put our backs in the corner and keep an eye on the rest of the room, but have enough space for the rest of them to come here without there being, you know, basically that corner right there. And I point to it and I tell, I tell Seth, grab us that spot right there. I'll get us some pints. There are actually some people sitting in that spot. So Seth marches over with a purposeful look <laughs> in his eye to eject them. You don't, you don't, you don't see exactly what happens, but you see the aftermath, which is a couple in their thirties who look like maybe they're on some sort of hiking holiday. Definitely tourists scurrying out of the corner and indeed out of the pub very quickly as Seth then plonks himself down and takes up space waiting for your return um do you want me to help you with the pints or do you want me to uh sit over there i don't really know why i'm here go keep an eye on seth i'll be right back oh he's not gonna listen to me yeah but he's not gonna he's not gonna do anything that'll get you hurt deliberately he won't do anything deliberately you're really not reassuring me right now just go sit, Desi. I'll be right back. And then I'm going to 
head up to the bar and and give Pete this very forlorn, beleaguered expression. Hey, I thought you couldn't come. I thought you were busy it with family is, stuff. It's really good to see you. Family stuff. Oh, yeah. oh. Um, oh, yeah, that, so oh. I, we're going to be meeting some folks and talking over in the corner over there. Is it just you on tonight, or, or is Sally here too? No, no, it's just me on tonight. Is it safe? Is it going to be safe? I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure it stays safe, but, you know, be... Be prepared to duck behind the bar if you need to. I got no. It just can I three pints. <laughs> I love you. I love three you. Three pints. I'm sorry. It'll be fine. Don't worry about it. I'll just I'll keep my head down. Yeah, and just yeah. Fine. When 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 the people we're meeting show up, that stay. You know, stay. I'm sorry. I don't. It's. I'll explain later. But okay. Um. Yeah, yeah, three points. You stay there. I'll bring him over. Th- thanks. Do you want some pork scratchings with that? Yeah. Everybody loves those. Don't worry about it. You'll do fine. You'll do great. Yeah. You'll do great. I know you will. They put me in charge, Pete. You'll be brilliant. You should be in charge. Oh, God. They, would, they wouldn't have put you in charge if you couldn't do it. I believe in you. Kind of takes a deep breath, takes a moment. Kind of, you know, even though she can't show affection to him right now, she kind of meets his eyes. Uh, shoulders up, turn around, head back to the table. He's busy sorting out your order pints and pork scratchings. You're sitting yourself at the table with Seth. I'm driving him crazy. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I, I keep like poking him. Like, I keep doing that thing where you're like two kids in a long car trip and they're just like, oh, I'm bored. And I'm like, doink. <laughs> See if you get a reaction. Ow, quit it. <laughs> Ow, quit it. He is pretty wound up already. Yeah, so I'm just um, like, I'm I'm really enjoying watching him like react to the fact that I'm teasing him. I think that it, at some point after you, first that he'll be he'll try to be really stoic about it. I like I'm an older brother. I can take this, yeah. and then you keep on doing it. And he's like, quit it, stop it, and then eventually you do it. And he growls in your face, right? Um, and all of the dogs in the bar run out of the door, Oops. <laughs> which has just been opened. By chance's pack who are walking through. And I'm gonna cut it there and we're gonna go and talk to Old Dog. So what are you doing, Old Dog? What Old Dog uh, is doing is essentially consulting somebody in town because they happen to be in town, and this is honestly more pressing in his mind than Chance's clan. To talk to a witch who understands horrific prophecy things. To talk about the second thing in the prophecy that has just happened. Oh, cool. <laughs> and to try to deal with this problem. So, Abbeo, you are absolutely right. There is a witch in this town. There's a witch in virtually every Cornish town, actually. That's a fact about England. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's science. science. It's a scientific fact um, that we have many castles and we have a witch in every town in Cornwall. <laughs> and this witch, in particular, is not a stereotypical witch. She wears very sensible clothes, from Marks and Spencers, that's where women over the age of 40 would shop. <laughs> um, so she wears a lot of button-down cardigans. She wears a lot of very sensible shoes for going out walking in. She bakes. She doesn't have any cats. She doesn't like them. She's not a cat sort what of person. What kind of witch is she? Um, but, well, <laughs> exactly. She's a not a very stereotypical witch. Um, you know, she, she knits tea cosies. For charity, I think you are more than welcome to knock on the door of her bungalow. That's super polite, like cordial. Well, and you must familiar. know each other. This is a small Cornish yeah. town. Everybody knows oh. each other. Oh yeah, I think when like she opens the door, I give her a kiss on the cheek of a like of you know like an affection, not a not a not like a romantic overture or anything like that, but just like an old like. You're probably thing. both a little bit too old for that sort of thing. Let's say witches are quite long-lived as well, and maybe the two of you have been kicking around for a, for a while. Um, I'm going to call her Janet, and then she will look at you with a wry smile and say, Trouble is there? Do you want to come on in and discuss it? I'll put a pot of tea on if you like. Uh, and they're like a completely different demeanor than we've seen before. It's like, that would be delightful. <laughs> <laughs> would you like some custard creams with that? That's a type of... Yeah, this sort of like has like a, a moment. It's like, do you have any um, good dog food? Um, 
I'm... I always keep some in just in case you visit. Yeah, so yeah, uh, it just turns into a wolf for a little bit because it's a little tired being a person right now. She does have some of the good dog food. Uh, what she uh-huh. does is put it on one of her bone china plates and she gives you one of those little silver forks which is used for eating cake with and then puts it down on the floor for you. Yeah, no, it's very like, yeah, and just like, ends up like just eating it like a very polite dog. There is a mess. When he changes back, he cleans it up. But she pours you tea in a dog mm. bowl. <laughs> yeah, that's so yeah. There's a little bit of just like preamble to the moment, you and know, then like hospitality. I think that she does this thing to to gauge how serious this situation is. She gets out the sugar bowl and indicates how many lumps you want her to put, uh, how lumps of sugar you want me to put in the tea, knowing full well that if it's one lump, this is just a social call. Two lumps, and there's something troubling you, but not very serious. But if it's three lumps or above, then this is really, really <laughs> not good. <clears throat> um, so I think uh, that there ends up just like sort of just shaking his head none. No sugar at all? Oh dear. Oh dear. <laughs> yeah. Well, when you've composed yourself, my dear, you better tell me all about it. Once he does, which I think gives plenty of time for poor bad things to happen in the other scene, <laughs> so he's not immediately going to get back there, it'll be great. The second part of things to come have come. Rainy's gone missing then? The scented will become the scentless. Oh dear. What do you want me to do about that? Truthfully, I don't I don't know. I'm not just an old war dog. I don't know what to do about these things, but I have noticed that I don't think that they've caught yet that we can't exactly smell each other right now. Not quite. <sighs> Dulled. Muted. When we're right next to each other, we can, and that's why they can't catch it. Well, the sister was never quite as smart as you were, was she? He actually sort of, like, has, like, a, a sigh, but also, like, validation. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and certainly she is, would never say the other thing, sister, right? It's like, of course I'm the smartest. No. Yeah. You were always my favorite. He sort of, like, actually sort of pauses for a moment and sort of glows in that. Like, that's very, very <laughs> subtle, very small, very reserved, but still, it's still shown. This is a troubling some time for everything to be happening. For what's happening with our land, what's happening with our family, what challenges we're having to meet. And somebody knew that this next step in the prophecy would happen and took hours when we needed. Can you find out who? Can you find out what? I need to know if I have to break tradition. Oh my. If I find out for you, will my debt be cancelled? If you help us, it would be. Well, you got yourself a deal. Like, there's a there's this moment there where, like, in his head, it's like, like, and Alex put it out there, it's like, he can't actually cancel the debt unless he's the alpha. Just, oh, yeah. just a matter of time. Yeah, exactly. No, sure. it, it would be if you help us. Anything for you, my dear? Do you want another dog biscuit? I should be going. The uh, It's your favourite. I'll be back for it, I'm sure. I left the children to go and stall. You know, you're going to have to tell that child sooner or later. The really young one, I mean. We'll see if she survives the day. We'll see if she survives the morrow. And then we'll see if she survives a conversation. Best of luck. To us all. We hope you enjoyed episode 100 of She's a Super Geek. If you liked what you heard, please give us a five-star rating and review on whatever podcatcher you use. Learn more about us at sasgeek.com. Follow us on Twitter at sasgeekpodcast. You can become a patron at patreon.com slash sasgeek. Our theme song is Rock and Roll Play Baby by Kieran Strange. Find more music, tour dates, and merch online, kieranstrange.com, or on Twitter at kieranstrange. Keep an eye out for Bite Me, coming to Kickstarter in February. If you liked what you heard, try other Misdirected Mark production shows. Panda's Talking Games, Down with D&D, Misdirected Mark, Wednesday Evening Podcast All-Stars, Cypher Speak, Advantage to Insight, Bone, Stone, and Obsidian, Zheng Yu Hustle, Gnomecast, She's a Super Geek, Wait, That's Us, The Lounge, and Bonus Experience.
And be sure to join us in two weeks to find out what happens to our cub, the fixer, and the old dog. She's a